We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The baseball season is go, go, go. It's nonstop, relentless for every night, six straight months, and then hopefully another month in October. You also have work, friends, family, and a million other things going on. That's when you reach for a Coors Light. It's made to chill. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. I mean, the mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. Is there anything better than opening up your refrigerator after a long day, seeing that icy cold Coors Light can or bottle in your fridge? The answer is no, there's nothing better. That's why when it's time to chill, you choose Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So that's why when you want to hit reset, reach for a beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate. We are breaking down all aspects of Yankee baseball. This is the Bronx Pinstripe Show with your hosts, Andrew Rotondi and Scott Reinen. Let's go. All right, it is 11.32 p.m. on Tuesday night. The Yankees just laid an absolute egg versus the Houston Astros, and they are out of the playoffs. Scott and I are jumping on. We didn't even talk before this. Uh, we're just pretty pissed off. Uh, I don't even know where to begin. Scott, I, I think we're on the same page with what a just complete trash of a show that was. I mean, there was just zero hope. The entire game, there was... There was nothing, nothing. There wasn't. A, there weren't very many good at bats. There wasn't like a potential big inning. There was nothing. It, I mean, Tanaka gave up solo shots. This is what he does all year. It's it's not that you should be able to come back from two runs. He he, he didn't. He got out of trouble. It wasn't. <laughs> I don't even know. He 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 pitched a, a game that we expected, right? He kept us Listen, in the game. That's exactly Tanaka what we expected. Well. Tanaka did not pitch well, um, he, but he kept us in the game. Exactly. Anybody what we expected. who anybody who blames tonight on Tanaka oh, has not watched this team for the last two months. No, I mean this team has been fading harder than any team I've seen fade, and I've been watching baseball for twenty seven years, and they are fading. They faded so hard. And uh, it just came crashing and burning tonight. They had nothing left in the tank, and it showed. Keiko was on three days rest, made it look easy. That was a joke. Made it look like a Little League lineup. 
I mean, he looked like Danny Almonte out there facing 12-year-olds when he was 19 years old or whatever the hell he was. Um, I don't even think he threw a stressful pitch. I, I, I was going to you know, break down situations, but what the hell is the point? They, they weren't in the game. It was 3 nothing. It might as well have been 40 to nothing. It was not a game. No, I mean, all they had to do was score one run. I mean, <laughs> that's it. The the Look, the lineup was anemic. People, I was on Twitter all night, and um, I mean, I was <laughs> I watched that, that game in low definition <laughs> just so I could watch it without a delay. I mean, I literally, like, stole the cable so I could watch on ESPN because stupid ESPN had the game. And uh, I did it so I could watch the game because I cut cable a long time ago. Um, and... Uh, and yeah, so I was on Twitter all the, all the whole game, and and people were just, you know, complaining about this and that and this and that. And when you can't get anything going, I mean, when you can't get a runner on, and then move the runner over and getting him in scoring position and have a little bit of hope. I think we had what run, one runner in scoring position all night, maybe no, two, two, maybe two. Okay, you know, it, you just you can't win ball games. You you can't. You can't win ball games. You can't put yourself in a situation to to make your team feel good, to act like they think they can win a ball game. I mean, there was zero hope in that dugout. I don't know, man. It was just um, it was a really terrible display. I, I'm 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 disappointed to see how they played. In all honesty, I'm I'm disappointed. So I almost feel stupid for for getting hope up for this game after what I saw, because. They have not been playing well. We've talked about that. They have not been playing well really since, I want to say, early August. But you still figured they could turn it around for, for one game playoff. Anything can happen. But but tonight was a microcosm for, for this last two months of baseball. Just a slow burn. Just a terrible nothing burn. Just, just I, I at no point thought the Yankees' bats were going to come through tonight. And you know, as much as much shit as we give Joe Girardi for mismanaging different aspects of the game and playing this guy and that guy, guess what? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter who he puts out there. It doesn't matter that he started Gardner over Ellsbury. It, it, it has it had no bearing on the game. Is Ellsbury going to come out there and light it up? No, he's not going to. I mean, did you see that terrible at bat that he had at the end of the game? Look, it, it didn't matter. It just didn't matter what Joe did because Joe was – the last month of the year was dealing was, – was basically trying to create something out of absolutely nothing. And the more I look at that, the more I'm realizing that he had no options. I mean, yes, I get frustrated with some of the things that he did with the bullpen and such, but – Look at the roster. There was nobody there to help. There were there there were there were only a few guys that were contributing. Well, but the majority of the second, the majority of September, this team stopped playing baseball. I, I mean, I totally agree with you that that players win the games, not managers. But there are certain times I thought he made bad moves. Tonight is not an example of that. I thought maybe he could have done a hit and run tonight uh, in situations. But you got to uh, make contact to hit the ball. Specifically with uh, Chris Young batting. Um, I forget who was on first base. Um, uh, Didi, I think, was on first base. It was either Didi or Bird. No, it was Didi. It was Beltran. Didi because Didi, nice, <laughs> Didi made a nice slide. He took out Altuve to prevent the double play. But I'm thinking, you know, you're down by two runs, but a hit and run here wouldn't be the worst situation. I think it was a two and one count. Um 
but you know, Girardi doesn't do stuff like that. He sits on his hands. Um, you can criticize Girardi for that all you want. I criticize that. Uh, criticize Girardi for that. But but you're right. I mean, what's he going to do with this roster? This roster had nothing left. Yeah, and you know what's what's so unfortunate is that. We got very excited about the way that they were producing early in the season, a lot of these older guys. And it's actually funny because Beltron came on at the end of the season. But, you know, we have these guys for another year, uh, a year and (laughs) two years. At least. At least one year, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's not going to get better the second half of the season. It's just not. It's going to be the same story. Um, so, so we need to get we're, we're gonna, going into next season. We're going to get need, need to get these younger guys more playing time um, early in the season, so that they're ready for the the second half when they actually need to play full time and and produce. So, yeah, I mean, I can't even think about next just make, year. it. Just makes it it just makes it more. It just pisses me off more that Ref Steiner was not playing the entire second half of the year um, after what happened today. You know, I mean, he maybe he could have been more ready. Maybe he could have been more ready and going into next year. You know. It could have been a, a different spot for him, and that's one position that, that we need to improve on. So I don't know, man. I'm just frustrated. I'm frustrated after watching that. I really am. Yeah, I really am frustrated. It's hard for me to think about next year at this point because I'm, I'm pissed off at the showing tonight. Um, and I'll tell you the other thing is, is I'm watching these Astros, I'm, and I'm sitting there like, man, these guys have fire. These guys are these guys want to win. Like, I mean, this was these a guys. These guys are fun to watch right now. These guys... These guys are playing to win a ball game. And everyone who says the excuse, oh, the Yankees weren't playing well down the stretch, the Astros were, I think, uh, I think Buster only on the broadcast said the Astros were the 16th best team. So, you know, they were 16 out of 32 teams, or 30 teams, however many teams are in the league, um, for record since Memorial Day. So they have been a very average team since June 1st. They came in there and they fucking kicked our butts. I mean, so you can't use the excuse that the Yankees weren't playing well. I mean, the Astros weren't playing well either. And they came in here with fire. Where's the fire from the Yankees? Nowhere. We didn't see anything. We saw nothing. They were absolutely flat. And as a fan, you should be pissed off about that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it was one of the – the stadium was, was loud really early in that game. I mean, it was it was loud. And that, good for the crowd because they haven't been there all of September. Um, I, I think there's been some criticism on this on the Yankees crowd that they, they weren't really into this team. And I think that's fair criticism. I mean, the team hasn't really given you much to be excited about recently. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a sellout crowd. They were, they were juiced up early in that game. But – you can only you can only make so much noise when when your team's up for two seconds and the Astros are batting for a half hour every inning. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know what more to say about it. It's uh, it's frustrating. Yeah, it's just it's a it's a frustrating thing. And and to see that um, I mean the guys that came in after Tanaka did their job. They they pitched well. The the Yankees were in the game the entire time. They were they were in the game. But um, were they? As far as the score were goes, they? as far as the score goes, they were in the game, and there was just a, there was zero zero um, zero opportunities to to even try to take advantage of. I mean, th- there was nobody that even put us in a position to 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 take advantage of anything. I mean, there, there was nothing. There was absolutely nothing. I mean, the one I, I don't know what to say. There there was nothing. Nothing happened. There was one nothing opportunity. Happened. One opportunity. It was a rod up with first yes. and second, two outs, I fifth inning. Um, Keiko was in a little bit of a jam. They came out to uh, visit on the mound. 
And you thought, you know, A-Rod, you could see what he was doing. He was sitting fastball first pitch. He was going to swing. A-Rod's a guess hitter. Keiko threw him a little, you know, slider cutter on the inner half of the plate, and A-Rod got jammed. <laughs> good, you know, Keiko's a good pitcher. He's probably going to win the Cy Young. If it's not him, it's going to be David Price. So it's going to be Keiko. You got to tip your cap to Keiko. I mean, he's a damn good pitcher, pitching on three days rest, shove the bats right down your throats. Um... Yeah, it's how many tough. how many uh, innings did he pitch tonight? Six, six, three. So that's hit, three hits, twenty. Is that 20, 20 innings? No, zero runs. Twenty two, twenty two innings, zero runs against the Yankees this year. Keuchel, that's crazy. <laughs> that's a guy who had. That's a guy who just completely owned us this year. That's that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, we we might have been Pedro's daddy back in two thousand three, but Keuchel's our daddy now. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was pretty bad. You know, and, and the other—I'll tell you one thing—I'm surprised about is that um, that some of these guys didn't that Girardi didn't make more offensive moves uh, in the middle of the game. You know, I actually I thought that he would go to Ellsbury early. You know, a, after Gardner strikes out twice, I, I thought Ellsbury was going to get Gardner in there. Gardner looked pitiful. He looked terrible. Um, same with McCann. I mean, honestly, like McCann had that one pitch in the first at bat. That was not a strike. I mean, to his, it was not a strike. Yeah, and, uh, let's address that. It so was a terrible the call. Umpire, the umpire is probably going to get a lot of complaints um, tonight yeah. and, and tomorrow. Right. Um, the umpire was bad. He was definitely giving some calls to Keuchel, and he did not make it easy on the Yankees' bats. But the bottom line is the Yankees got three hits. The umpire could have, you know, it, it could have been no umpire behind the plate, and the Yankees were still not going to win that game. So do not blame the umpire. No, no, absolutely. I totally agree. The umpire was not to fault. Um, yeah, no. Did he have a good game? No, he did not. Uh, but uh, specifically talking about that first mechanic bat, I mean, it, it felt like he was mentally checked out at the at the plate after that at bat because, I mean, he was he was distraught in the dugout. They, the camera showed him. He was he was cursing on the. It it, it came out very clear um, on the ESPN cameras, and uh, you know he was just pissed off at the plate, and, and I think that kind of carried through. He was he was kind of checked out at that point. Um, he didn't have any good at bats. Anyway, so I thought I thought Girardi would make a move at some point, um, at, you know, in the middle of the game to try to spark something, but there were no moves, there, and he didn't do anything. Just just let the guys be but flat. Like you said earlier, it's tough to make moves when you have no roster. I mean, I get it, but might as well try. Might as well try, man. Might as well try to throw something in there. See 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 if you can get something to go. I mean, <laughs> what you have out there did, did not work. Was not working, and I mean, I'm not blaming him. I can't blame him. I'm not blaming him. I blame the players. Hit the ball. Yeah, Get on base. <laughs> I've seen this guy for 22 innings. Hit the ball. It's tough to. It, it, he throws 91 miles per hour, 92 <laughs> miles per hour. Dude, it's Cliff Lee flashbacks from 2009 Jeez. and then 2011. Just Cliff Lee catching the ball, not even looking at it. Like, Keuchel's not even breaking a sweat out there with his stupid-ass hipster beard. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so, so now what? So now we, uh, we, we roll on. That's what we do. We move on. Yeah. We, you go, wanna... we, go, we go into another year. Uh, you and I are, are doing this show every week. We're going to continue to do this show every week. We talk a little bit of football. Going to talk a little bit of, uh, you know, whatever. And, um, and and still still cover the Yankees with uh, anything that we needed to cover, right? 
Absolutely. Before that, though, uh, you want to? I want to read some tweets. I, I before this we started recording, I tweeted out, uh, "Tweet me your best reactions from the game, and I'll read them on the podcast." Uh, I've gotten some good ones. If you want to hear them, yeah, please. So this one is from Laxbro81. I cannot believe these Yankees fans using the overachieving excuse. They were up seven games in the summer. Uh, yeah, definitely. We have heard, we have said that a number of times, and uh, it's true. I mean. <laughs> the the Blue Jays played out of their mind, but the the Yankees blew this season. They 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 were up seven games in the division at the end of July, and we're sitting here now. They had to go into a one game playoff, and they blew it. So I said that I sent a tweet at, at one point during the night, towards the end of the night, and I just said everybody looks fried, and that's that's what they do. Like every single person on the team looked looked yeah, they looked like they didn't dead. care. They looked yeah, like they, they were tired, didn't care. Dead. Yeah. Uh, this one comes from John Harris at Jive John on Twitter. Cashman thought this team only needed Ackley to win a World Series. Um, you know, harping back to the the trade deadline when we only got Ackley. Who? When, it doesn't matter who we have gotten at the trade deadline. Though. We Ackley has been pretty decent down the yeah, stretch. Yeah, Ackley was pretty uh, good. I mean, we're we're going to get a pitcher. Uh, a bullpen arm might have helped. Doesn't help no. our offense. A bullpen arm might have helped down the stretch. Doesn't Absolutely. help our offense. Yeah, that is true. Uh, this one is from. John Preston, he is at 4Cboy28. I wonder if he's a Cowboys fan. Uh, He said, I would comment, but no thoughts will show up, kind of like the Yankees' bats. Ouch. (laughs) Burn city. Pretty accurate. Uh, Yankees baseball, this guy is at... A-Rod is legend. Uh, Rich might enjoy that one. Uh, he says Brett Gardner is bun. Oh, Brett Gardner's buns better be traded this winter. Uh, yeah, Brett Gardner. Um, he was an All Star this year. And he was an. All- <laughs> think about that. A tale of two seasons for him, no doubt. He was uh, a tale of two seasons for this entire club, to tell you the truth. But he was, uh, yeah, he was he was playing very well in the first half, and then just fell off a cliff. I don't know what happened. It's like the mojo in the in the in the locker room just got bad. Something happened. This one is from at our best player down the stretch was the guy who's in rehab right now. <laughs> that's that's I'm serious. Um, He's in rehab, and he was our best player. It's crazy. Hey, Scott, I got to ask you. So I saw you tweet out that tonight you're going to have to sing the Cars for Kids song to, yeah. to fall asleep, and, I, and you got to sing it. 1877 Cars for Kids. K A R S Cars for Kids. 1877 Cars for Kids. Donate your car today. Boom, boom. They better give us some advertising. Good God, man. I hate that song. Uh, It it haunts me. This tweet is from at gchab10. He's he's sending out a prayer, so he must be a religious man. Prayer for New York Yankees. Dear Lord, please send us right-handed bats, durable pitchers, and a competent front office and manager. Amen. (laughs) It's a lot to ask for. It is a lot to ask for. Um... This one is from Pinstripe Prowess, and his handle is at underscore. <laughs> his handle is just at underscore. Uh, so pumped for A-Rod to share a Beltron and CC to all be a year older next year. He's only at underscore? There's no other... Yeah. Oh, no at way. underscore NYY. I didn't see that. Uh, I was it didn't say. show up. Yeah. <clears throat> 
It's pretty impressive to have a one-digit Twitter handle, though. Um, but but as you can see from these Twitter reactions, um, I think everyone's on the same page. And that page, uh, <laughs> I'm taking a uh, page out of John Ryan's uh, John Ryan Murphy's book. Everyone's on the same page, and that page is pissed off. Yeah, I don't really know how anybody could be anything else. It's uh, it's it's a one way street at this point. There's nothing there's nothing really positive that you could take from this game. There really isn't. Um, you could take positives from the season, I guess. We could look at that. We could look at the fact that nobody thought we would be in this game in the first place. But oh, I hate I'll that. look. You know what? I'll look at. I'll look at I that. It that. hurt. It hurt more. <laughs> the fact that they gave us a, a little bit of hope. But you know, fool's gold, right there, man. Fool's gold. I mean, shame on shame on us for uh, for expecting anything different. I really thought they were going to come out firing all cylinders in this game. I did. I actually thought that. I like. I I really thought that all day. I've been pumped up and so excited for this game. I had like you know I was like anxious I was super anxious for this game just because I was excited uh, for the for the first time in a long time about uh, about a playoff baseball game and it just didn't happen there was nothing there don't you feel stupid no I don't feel stupid I, I, I no I mean I feel stupid for having any bit of confidence that this team would show up tonight after seeing I don't that. I don't feel stupid I just I feel disappointed that's 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 the feeling I have I'm just disappointed in in uh, in the it, you know, I, what it looked like a perceived level of effort, but you know, I, I know that I know they were trying. It's just, it's uh, I don't know. Dallas Keuchel has does something to this team. He's got well, he's, he's got some kryptonite in his glove, or he's got some good pine tar or something. I don't know. It, what it sucks is. because like you and I sit here all year, do this podcast. We watch, we don't watch every game, but we watch 155 out of 162 games, and it's like for it to come down to this one game. And for them to lay an absolute egg, it's just so disheartening. <laughs> I feel stupid for putting this much, you know, passion and energy into a freaking baseball team. Eh, I can't. I, you can't say that because I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm 35 years old right now, and I, and and I have, uh, you know, a number of championships from watching this team. So I have some amazing, amazing memories and amazing times um, that that I chalk up as just like some of my best sports memories to this team. So it, it's just it's one of those things, man. You got to live with the highs. You got to live with the lows. I mean, look, we we talked to think about this. We talked to um, Corey last night, who's IVNV, uh, the Cubs podcast. You guys are going to hear the this tomorrow. Uh, the the show will be on tomorrow. These guys have never won, ever. <laughs> Ever, they've never won one time, and this yeah, guy's been doing a podcast for seven years. They don't know what it tastes like, so they don't know. They don't. Know. I guess. I guess. Know. But I mean, I you know, I feel stupid complaining about you know uh, one one season where we made the playoffs when we shouldn't have, and then we lost. Um, I mean, yeah, it was a disappointing end, um, but you know, in the grand scheme of things, in the grand scheme of things, it is what it is, and you know, I will. Uh, I will never, I will never stop watching this team with, uh, with hope. I, I always have hope with this team, the Yankees, not this particular team, but the Yankees in general. So, I guess that uh, wraps up the the 2015 season. Um, we wanted to get on the on the mic and, and give you our our honest reactions from this game. Uh, we didn't prepare for this show; we just came on and just started talking. So, hopefully, it was coherent. Uh, even though I'm like nine beers deep at this point. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, we're, we're going to have another episode on Sunday, our, our normal episode. It'll come out Monday, and I'm sure we'll talk more specifically 
about the end of the season and um, this this game and, and wrapping up the season as we go into the winter. As Scott mentioned, we're going to talk a lot of other uh, a lot of other things, football, um, other sports, other topics, non sports related. Um, you know, if you guys are listening, definitely send us in topics you want to hear us talk about. Um, send us in questions; we'll answer them. Anything you want to talk about, we'll we're pretty much open to it. Um, yeah, because I'm sure we're going to be we're going to be looking for things come by, you know like January, February, <laughs> yeah. Bef- right before spring training starts. Absolutely. Hot stove will be action. I mean, look, the the one thing about the baseball season is, is it really doesn't ever end because of the hot stove. I mean, there's so much there's so much conversation that happens in the off season with you know potential moves and you know what's going on with teams. So there's definitely going to be a lot to talk about for Yankees. Um, baseball and you know even even just uh, we're, we're also going to be looking and talking to um, guys in the organization uh, former Yankees we're going to bring some more people on do some interviews and things like that so definitely uh, uh, you know subscribe to the show and uh, and and shoot us those mailbags keep them coming in man so we uh, so we hear from you yeah and I mean I'm not going to stop watching the baseball playoffs even though the Yankees are bounced I'm actually looking forward to tomorrow night's game Cubs versus Pirates. Um, after we talk to uh, Corey at Ivy Envy, uh, I guess uh, you could call me uh, a little bit of a Cubs fan now. Yeah, I, I'm. You know, I, I would I would love to see the Cubs. I think the Cubs are uh, a fun team to watch. Um, I'm definitely going to be rooting for Donnie Baseball as well. Um, and well, yeah, uh, honestly, honestly, in the American League, I want the Astros to win. To tell you the truth, mm, uh, I, I, really I, I like I like Carlos Carrera. I like him a lot, actually. I love actually. I love the fact. I love the fact that this kid told his father when he was like 13 years old that he needed to learn English to talk to the American meet to the U.S. media because he was going to play professional baseball. That's awesome. I I love that story. Like I don't know if you if you saw the all the stuff on him, but um, I don't know. I think that kid's got it. That kid's yeah. The Astros, he, the Astros are, are a fun bunch to watch. He's going to be a star. He's going to be an absolute stud. Yeah, he is. And Altuve is you know five foot nothing and just. Uh, he's just a pest. You know a pest who, out there. You know who I'm rooting for in the playoffs? Not, Besides the Cubs? Not the Toronto Not the Blue, Blue Jays. Jays? Yeah, not the Blue Jays. <laughs> yeah, anybody with the Blue Jays. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. But I, I would be, uh, I guess I'm pulling now for a uh, Cubs-Astros. Or Dodgers-Astros. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, you know, lame game. <laughs> Everyone, I think, is probably on the same page. With we're just pissed off uh, that that they didn't even show up. If you're if you if they could at least make a game out of it, you can you can say you can hang your hat on that. You can say okay, you know, they battled and it, and it was a game and I enjoyed it, but I didn't enjoy tonight. I know you didn't enjoy tonight. Um, I can't imagine anybody did. So, just a, a crappy crappy way to end the season. But um, you know we're gonna we're gonna be back on the on the podcast um, Monday morning as always, and we'll catch you guys then. Talk to you later. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Bronx Pinstripe Show. Make sure you find us on iTunes and subscribe so you can get all new episodes directly onto your phone. If you do like the show, we'd love for you to take a minute and give us a five star rating and review in iTunes. It really helps us out and allows us to create more shows. We're on Twitter at Bronx Pinstripes and the same on Facebook. You can always find us there talking Yankee baseball. Thanks again, guys, for your support. Really appreciate it. And go Yankees.